summertime is coming up. Summertime, summertime, sum, sum, summertime. Summertime is coming up, and that means what we eat is going to have to change a little bit or a lot, depending on where you live. And to learn more, Chef Val and I are hosting another healthy seasonal cooking webinar, this time all about summer foods, summer cooking styles, and it's going to be happening June 18th, that's a Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to macrovel.com to register. We'd love to see you there. Welcome back to another episode of Macro Magic with Michelle. I am your host, Michelle Williams. I'm also known as the Freedom Fairy on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon, everywhere on the internet you can find me. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you a recording of an interview I did with Los Angeles filmmaker David Martinez. David and I are actually colleagues. He's helped me make a video for my YouTube channel. I will link that in the description of this video so you can check out his work. But he also has a podcast. So earlier this year, he invited me on as a guest and we did a live recording on his clubhouse. And what you're going to hear right now is the recorded interview. And if you like what you hear, if you like David's perspective, his style, go check out his podcast and his YouTube channel and tell him the Freedom Fairy sent you. Yo, what's the deal? What's the deal? Everybody, welcome to my channel. Welcome to my, um, podcast this is kdm you already know and today i got a very very special guest the one that i've worked with before <clears throat> she's a good friend of mine and yeah i'm gonna just let her uh take it away michelle um she goes by the freedom fairy on instagram and youtube and go follow her go subscribe and go check out this. Um, but yeah today, um she's gonna be my this is my first episode Yes. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, pretty good, not too bad. So, um, why don't you kind of just tell everybody, like, what you do? And, like, explain a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my name is... My name on the internet is the Freedom Fairy. So, well, the reason why I call myself the Freedom Fairy is because everything that I do, and I do a lot of stuff, as, as we'll get into, but everything that I do 
the intention is to bring more personal freedom for you, for anybody who, anyone who listens to what I have to say, anyone that works with me, um, anyone that reads what I have to say, anyone that watches some of my dance videos. It's to inspire, motivate, encourage, and also teach and guide people to find more personal freedom for themselves because that is something I think that is a huge part of why people are struggling today as individuals and also on a, on a global level because we feel trapped or imprisoned in a way, either by our own mentality, you know, um, our society's standards, um, our religion, our, the way our parents um, or our family raised us and not to say like any anybody is bad you know not to say any of those things are wrong or any of those things are bad but sometimes i mean especially when we're children that's when we're so impressionable and we don't understand a bigger scope on a conscious level and so we think you know um we hear these rules in school or wherever wherever we are and we kind of get we create a pattern in our mind like if i do this i'm a good person if i do this i'm a bad person and then so you start to try to manage how you act and what and what you say and sometimes um we end up hiding parts of ourselves that are not meant to be hidden because we think they're bad for some reason someone told us one time that's bad you shouldn't do that and now you're you're trying to suppress um, something within you that's unique. So, so anyway, so <laughs> everything I try to do is to, is to try to guide people to release their own energy, their own, um, unique characteristics. And of course, you know, in a, in a healthy and positive way, because, you know, there are things that really are harmful to us and harmful to others and so we need to be aware um just how to manage that and um yeah and uh, i'm also a fairy we'll get into that some more but <laughs> so i'm the freedom fairy awesome awesome all right cool so all right so with all that what do you actually like so what do you offer to people when they come to you yes well the main thing I, the general thing I, I pray about it every day. Uh-huh. Because yeah, yeah. I know we worked on, um, when we worked together, uh, you did the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, um, so, I mean, obviously I know already, but what do you offer? Like, um, I know you do the, the palm healing. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you can go ahead and like, let them know what you offer to people. So that way when they follow you they uh watch your videos they kind of understand like oh okay she, this is why she do oh this is what she offers and obviously everything that you explain is why you do offer what you offer mm -hmm. yeah so i do offer a lot of things so like you mentioned the palm healing so palm healing is a kind of energy healing 
and a lot of people might already know of something similar called Reiki and um, palm healing has been used throughout the world for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> um, in many different spiritual texts, they give reference to healing, some kind of healing with palms, with your hands. And um, so, so um, that's what I do. I, I use the, the infinite energy of the universe from heaven and earth um, moves through my my spiritual channel, my chakras, which we all have, and um, it's it's just guided out through my palms because um, our palms have uh, alternative chakra points for our heart chakra. So um, our heart chakra, of course, is in our chest, in the middle of our chest, and love is the most powerful source of healing. And so when we do, when I do palm healing, I'm just channeling that loving energy to improve your energetic bodies. Um, we have multiple levels to us. And so our, our energetic bodies are, are, are layers to us that we can't always see. Some people can see them. That's why you hear people talk about, I can see your aura, you know? Um, so some people can see them. Um, so that's what I do with my palm healing. And then a similar type of energy healing that I do is used with crystals. And that's just called crystal healing. Um, so I just place crystals on your body. And of course, there's, there's more to it. I've, I've studied it for a while. Um, and I place certain crystals, certain parts of your body. And once again, it's the same idea balancing your energy centers, your energy pathways, and creating a stronger energetic uh, body. And um, I also do face reading, which is really cool. I think probably people get the most um, interested <laughs> in face reading. Yeah. Because yeah, that's what I'm going to say too. Yeah, because they think it's like a like a psychic thing, and yeah, for real. And it's like, and it's like, intuition is definitely definitely a part of face reading, but it's actually based in uh, Chinese medicine, and the and the um, and the reflection of your organs in your face, your organs in your systems. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, um, <laughs> so that's really, I honestly think that's really fun. And I think, um, people are most interested in that because they're like, whoa, how'd you know that? You know, are you a psychic? And it's like, well, yes, I am a psychic, but also I could just tell, you know, your, your, your heart is reflected in your nose and your nose is very expanded. So it's just quite obvious you have heart issues, <laughs> you know? Um, but, um, so I really like to do face reading, and when I do face reading, um, I think some people are maybe a little bit confused. Um, I am not a doctor. <laughs> I am not a doctor. I did not go to medical school. I study Eastern medicine. I study Chinese medicine. So when I do a face reading, is I'm just um, 
I'm just making observations of what I see in your face. And so... But it's almost like, it's almost like, okay, so it's almost like your doctor, though, because doctors study what they study. That's how they become doctors. The only thing is they go to school for it and stuff. And you're studying uh, Eastern medicine. So in a way, you can kind of, I mean, if, in a way, you can kind of not call yourself like a licensed doctor, but you can kind of say you have knowledge of, you know, Eastern medicine and healing and stuff like that. I, I I'd say. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, <laughs> you know, different people, <laughs> different people that um know me, they call me, they call me like um, you know, like witch doctor or natural doctor. But just just to be clear, like I can't diagnose, like I can't diagnose someone with a specific disease. I can only say, um, well, I see you have trouble with your lungs, but I can't tell you. I can't tell you, you have this specific disease. You know, I can, like, tell people, like, you're headed in a bad direction with this part of your health. Maybe, and, of course, also, too, I always encourage people to get multiple opinions. Go to go to your regular doctor as well. But the, the other thing to it as well, though, is that a lot of people have trouble understanding what's going on with their health just by going to their regular doctor. So either you can you can come to me first and you know just do this for fun and maybe I can point out some things that you were not aware of. But also if you've been having trouble figuring out what's going on with me, why am I having all these crazy symptoms but my doctor keeps telling me I'm fine and I feel horrible, th then you can come to me and I can give you some more guidance. So it's just it's just another way to understand what's going on with you. But what you said about um, diagnose—you can't diagnose a person like a doctor. A doctor can't diagnose a person either. That's <laughs> yeah, mean, that's true. Not work. So I mean, that just goes like I was just. My point was just trying to be like, um, I I trust you if you give me advice, and that's why. Uh, but let's go back. Um, let's go back a little bit. Like, when did you? Because I'm. I I looked at. I've seen your um. I'm on your uh, YouTube page. Uh -huh. You know, right? Just, just on it right now. Just going through it, looking through it. Uh -huh. And then, um, dude, you have a lot of content, a lot of different stuff. On <laughs> so awesome! Like, and I told you this before. You should have a lot more subs. Like, you know, you should have. You should be a lot of popping a lot more. I. I that's just me, though, I think. But, yeah. um, when, okay, so let's just go back a little bit and let's talk about, like, how, um, because right here, okay, on your YouTube, you have different videos, of course, and you have, I've noticed you have different, you have videos and you look different in a lot of different videos. Like, you have blonde hair, um, even on your IG when you post, um, certain things, you, like, there's, like, I, I get some videos or pictures of you, like, back then, and then, you know, now, and there's, like, for me, it's a big difference, like, obviously, you know, and, um, so I kind of want to go back to, like, how it all started, and when did you start wanting, or what made you get into that, and want to, I guess, take care of yourself a little bit better, I guess? Yeah. Or that's what I, yeah, that's what I think it is. It's just taking care of yourself a little bit better. That's what you're doing. That's what I see you doing, so. Yeah, 
that is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny, but it's true. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to go back. Sorry, so I kind of want to go back to like when it all started, like when it, what made you, you know, like what made you want to get into that stuff, and then, and then we can go into like what made you want to start teaching it, because that's a that's another interesting thing that that got me. Like, okay, it's one thing to live like it, live healthy, eat healthy, and but it's another thing to actually want to start teaching. And I love that. Like, I love that you actually influence people, motivate people, and. You just show people a different way. Like, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, so maybe just uh, go into, like, how it all started. Like, when did you start? Like, what age or, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, from the very beginning, let's go back to the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> a very good place to start. That's from The Sound of Music. Um, but anyways... <laughs> Yeah, like when did you first touch your like your first like healthy or you know like your book or anything that made you like hey let me just start doing more of this like let me start looking into more of this is pretty interesting for me yeah yeah so that was um 2016 but um at that point in my life I had already struggled a lot with my mental health Ever since I was, you know, my first memories, I just remember, you know, emotional abuse, a lot of depression. Um, but of course, when I was a child, I had no concept. I thought, you know, you, if that's all you know, you think that's normal. That's just who you are. And um, so, so um, in high school, like uh, someone really close to me, um, got diagnosed with a lot of mental mental health um, issues. And then it kind of like planted a seed in me, like, is something going on with me? Because <laughs> I feel like I, if she has those mental disorders, I identify with that person a lot. Maybe something's going on with me. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I, um, I kind of like tricked, <laughs> in quotations, I kind of tricked my mom into taking me to the, into just our regular, um, our regular family doctor, because I was feeling very, very tired. Um, but, but also, I had been um, doing my eating disorder since I was like 10 years old. So I was, I was like hurting myself, um, depleting myself, and then... What kind of eating, sorry to cut you off, what uh -huh. kind of eating disorder was that? Did you have? Well, you yeah, yeah, well, um, I got diagnosed, um, the diagnosis, they name it different now, but when I got diagnosed, it was called um, eating disorder not otherwise specified because I did so many different um, behaviors that I wasn't just classified as one thing that they're just like, oh, she does basically everything. So we're just gonna say she just has a, a disorder and it's not specific. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I, you know, um, when I was 10 though, that's when it, I had, like I said, I had um, someone in my family was uh, emotionally abusive and I was very close to them. And okay. and I didn't know, of course, you know, you're a child, you you have no concept of what they're, going through so I thought um 
like I just didn't know something was wrong with her, but we were very connected. And I think um, a lot of people who are very intuitive or very empathic, you connect with other people's energy and you take on their, their issues without realizing that you do. And so um, I, you know, like I said, I grew up with that person and they were a huge part of my life and um, they had an eating disorder. So, and I also had a best friend when I was younger too, that was very, she had some kind of issue as well. So um, yeah, when I was 10, cause I, I, I um, uh, <laughs> um, so. No, you don't have to get too crazy personal if you don't want to. This is not, like, I'm not trying to, it's not like a, this is not that type of, you know, this is just more to speak on, like, maybe a, a little bit of experience and then what got you out and then, you know, just what's, how you are now and then what kind of advice you can give to the people now, like, going through the same thing or whatever. So you don't have to get too crazy personal, but, you know, yeah. I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I go, I go, like, I, I get very detailed. Yeah, I just don't want to get uncomfortable or nothing like that, so. Okay, cool. Well, basically, um, yeah, when you're, when you're in that time, especially for, for, you know, female children, um, our, our body is changing. And so, for me, I didn't really understand what was happening to me. I thought I was just gaining weight and I didn't want to gain weight. So I, I started to think, how can I um, stop this in a way that'll make it seem normal? You know, because I didn't want to, I was always a very, very quiet um, person. You know, like my, my teachers didn't even know I existed in their classes because I was so quiet. And um, so I just, I didn't want to cause a big thing. And plus, like I said, I mean, I was, my family was, had, a, more children in it and they were more uh they got more attention um and I just didn't want to stick out so I thought how can I <laughs> how can I take care of this problem on my own which wasn't even a problem it's just a natural part of life but I thought okay I'll say I'm a vegetarian so that way I can say no I can't eat this no I can't eat that and I could just eat I could get away with eating a little bit but that's not healthy and that didn't last long and I actually um, got very sick. Like I, I um, threw up a lot just because my body couldn't handle, I was basically just eating rice. <laughs> um, so it was not healthy. But anyway, so no, I- that's not healthy. No, it's not. But- um, Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long did that last? Um, <clears throat> that didn't last very long, maybe like a couple weeks, because you can't you can't live off of just rice. You're gonna something's gonna happen to you. Um, but so after that, I I just kind of like thought of things like that. Like how can I get away with with saying no to food without act, seeming like it's something weird? Um, and so then I was like I was um, I started like just instead of my mom like packing my lunches, I I would do my lunches, but I wouldn't pack anything. Like I would just do like um, sneaky stuff so that I could, you know, <laughs> you know, just- You would throw away, like you would, uh, like you know how some people when um, their parents make them dress a 
So it's like if I took, and I was a pretty responsible little kid. So if I took something, like took on some responsibility, my parents automatically thought, oh, she's got it. They never worried about me. That That's the thing. Like, um, you know, they say, they say, watch out for the quiet ones. Really watch out for the quiet ones because. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be one of the quiet ones. Now I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, that's, um, you know, that's how I got away with a lot of, you know, I, a lot of bad stuff, especially when it, when it came to uh, my eating disorder, you know, and, um, and, um, so, so then, yeah, I, in high school, I was like, vegan, but I wasn't really vegan, like, I would say, yeah, I care about the animals, I didn't care, I didn't give a, I didn't give a crap about the animals. All I cared about was was losing weight. And um and so it got to a point where like I said, someone in my in my family got diagnosed with a lot of mental health issues. And so by this point, like I said, I was already depleting myself, not not eating, over exercising, and at this time that's when I started to really love dance. But it's like, how can you dance when you have no energy because you don't eat? You know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, sure, sure. and so I, I would, I asked my mom to take me to the doctor because I actually thought maybe the doctor's going to tell me something like you have a mental illness. And so that's pretty much what happened. But instead of, um, you know, if if all the friends listening, if they want to know more, I have a podcast series called Medicated Michelle, and I go more in depth about specifically how I got on medication, all the medications I took. But um, oh, that, yeah. that's yeah. that's kind of how it started. My my family doctor just prescribed me um, Prozac because they well. they they could see that I was really um, struggling, and um, that's. That's how it started with my addressing my mental health. Okay, and what was that? What was your podcast again? I want you to uh, shout it out again. Yeah, my podcast is called Macro Magic with Michelle. And that's on YouTube. It's it's on YouTube. It's also on any uh, podcast platform that you look. So you got like uh, so you have like Spotify and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Oh, oh that's good, man. Um, we're gonna have to talk after this. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna have to. Uh, I wanna. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk after this about getting because I wanna get my stuff on on Apple, Spotify, on different platforms as well. Because I see you, you do have a bunch of different platforms, you know, and and that's what I'm telling you. Your your YouTube, your, you should be more popping. Like, but I, it is just you by yourself and. And how hard it is marketing, doing everything. Shoot, I have a hard time trying to get everybody to listen into my stuff, so I, I I get that part. But um, so yeah, dude, that's that's super interesting that that what you were talking about and what you were talking about the the, 
spiritual, uh, not the spiritual thing, the um, the habits that you pick up from somebody from somebody else mm-hmm. that you may be living with or just hanging out with, yeah. you know, that could be almost like a spiritual thing. Oh, yeah. It's totally a spiritual thing. And it's not just like habits. It's also how they feel and how they think, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of that, I that that understanding came to me so much later in my life when I started to um, change my eating, when I started to take care of myself better. I realized, like, how could, how could a baby who's only been on earth for a couple of years, how can they already have depression? How can they, how can they already have the, these things? And of course, like there are some, um, you can be born a little bit more sensitive or a little bit more inclined to go in a certain direction. But, but only three years on this earth, why, am I, why are my first memories that I'm sad, that I'm so sad, you know? Like, so, you know, I, and, and knowing what I know now about this person that I was so connected with, they went through some really traumatic stuff when they were, when they were a child. So it's like, you know, they were just trying to survive in their own way. You know, they didn't necessarily do a lot of things on purpose, but it's like, you know, when you're, it's just like, you have no understanding when you're little, but you have so much your energetic field is so open to receive and it's like you have you you can't distinguish what's my own feelings and thoughts and what's another person's yeah and that's that's so dope that you said that that's that's so true and um we just have to be careful who we bring around us you know like yeah and, and the nicest person could be the most evil energy having person you just never know and, uh, you know, it's crazy that you say, because my, I've always heard, hurt people like to hurt people. So mm-hmm. it's crazy that you said that the person that you're talking about has been through a lot, of, a lot of traumatic, whether it be childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Any, any traumatic stuff is traumatic to mm-hmm. a person, whether it be big or small. Mm-hmm. Like you said, some people are more sensitive. And... We just have to be careful how we treat others as well and you know just different things like that so um yeah that, that's that's pretty dope that's awesome i like that um how did you get out of that yeah so um <laughs> like that, that, that hostile environment like that. yeah so, so you know yeah so sorry sorry oh it's okay it's okay some people it's hard for them to get out of out of um whether it be a relationship or just anything just a bad environment you know um these kids in the hood that they, they can't move out the hood because they they're in gangs or they're just surrounded by that's all they know everything they see every time they wake up in the morning that's all they know so it's like but how did you get out of it how did you what made you put your foot down and was like you know what i want better for myself i need to get out of this yeah well i think the first thing was like you know like i said like noticing this person um what something was really wrong with them and i thought 
maybe something wrong with me. So I think that was the, the first step, but it, it took so long, you know, that's the biggest thing I want people to know is like, <laughs> sometimes it takes a very long time and it's like, it's not a straight line. Like, um, if even, yeah, even if I, even if I tell you all the steps that I did, it's like, even all the steps that I did, there was ups and downs within that. So, so I just want people to know, like, the main thing is that you have to be really dedicated to, to want to do better. You have to be really dedicated, whether, like you said, like, um, whatever your life situation is, you have to just always remind yourself, you have to do better. You have to do better because there's so many people that I, you know, that I knew when I was really sick in my eating disorder that, you know, I went to group therapy with them. They're still struggling to this day. They're still struggling. So it's like, <laughs> you know, so it's like, and, and I know because when I was there, I could see a lot of those, a lot of those girls, it was mostly girls. Um, but a lot of those girls, I could tell they didn't really want to be there. They were just there because their parents make, making them go because their doctor said they had to go. But it's like, when I finally knew, realized like something, like I have to get it together. This is not a good life. Um, I was, I was like, I have to keep just getting, I just have to be really focused on this because it's like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see a life for myself past, past, um, like when I was 18, I just thought like, you know, like, you know, I really, I really didn't see a life for myself. I thought the year, you know, 2008 was like, by then I'd be done, but, um, you just have to keep on working on it. Yeah, no, that's crazy that you said that because I, I, at one point I was like that too. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live to see 30, dude. I don't think all this stuff that I'm doing and the mess that I'm making around here, like, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna live to see past even 25, 28 or whatever. I don't yeah. think I'm gonna make 30, but certain things, certain situations took place in my life too. So I had a think twice and, you know, minor setbacks and they say minor setbacks or major comebacks. So it was like something like that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I took a couple L's. I took a lot of L's before my life. And even now to, to this day, I'm still learning, you know? And those are the, those are the only L's I'm going to take from now on. Uh, learning lessons, you know? Yeah. But, um, so like, so when you got out of it, um, what did you, like, how, like, did you move away? Did you, like, what made you get out of the environment besides eating right and everything else? Like, how did you get away? Like, like, do you, um, right now you live by yourself, right? Or with... I live with my boyfriend. Okay, yeah, so you live with, yeah, you live, okay. Um... Mm-hmm. Um, what steps did you take 
Yeah, so I I was in like when I was 16, I started taking medication and soon after that I started doing therapy and soon after that I was in I was in a mental hospital. <laughs> and so it was like that routine for maybe 8 years, medication, therapy, and a couple times I'd have to go to a a more um intense program um so that yeah that's that that, that was yeah you went through a lot of different stages and and, and things phases in your life huh yeah so that was would you call them phases is that what would you would call them phases or am i just am i am i saying something wrong is that wrong or yeah it's phases phases? yeah stages or I just want to choose my words carefully. I'm not trying to, like, you know, offend anybody either. So, because I, I, we all know someone that going through something or suffering through going through the same thing, suffering mm -hmm. from the same thing. So, mm -hmm. I got respect and I got, I got support for everybody, you know? Yes. And this is why I wanted to have you. You're such a huge blessing to my, um, to my podcast. And what better way to have to start it off than you know, just to have some good energy, positive vibes, like I said, and I just want to talk about um, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, the of the day what, what we're going to come to is a solution to try to make things better. So yes. with that being said, um, yeah, so the steps that you took, you can... Um, I'm sorry, go ahead with the steps that you took again. Yeah, so, so... You can go ahead. I'm sorry, that's, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was like, um, from age 16 to 24. Yeah, it was medication, it was therapy, it was, uh, more intense treatment. Um... Did you have help from anybody else? Anybody else, like any outside counsel? Like you said, you had your boyfriend and stuff like that. Like when did you guys meet? No, I no, I didn't meet later. my, huh? Or was that like a lot later? Um, it wasn't a lot later. Um, I didn't, I didn't meet my boyfriend until I was twenty six. Oh okay okay. Yeah, but um. So when I was when I was going through that time, those eight years, that was pretty much it. It was my it was medication, it was therapy, it was more intense treatment. It was mostly um, the girls that I met in my treatment, um, in my group therapy. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't so much say my <laughs> I wouldn't. Say Say my psychiatrist, the ones that were prescribing medication, I wouldn't say they helped me very much. <laughs> I'll say. They just give you medication, huh? They're just here, here, take this, take this. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, that's just the field of psychiatry. That's just how it is. You know, it's. Um, but and also, medication is is nothing but chemicals left over from processing petroleum it's it's not really you know they say it's it's science it's not really science it's just you know rockefeller had made all this money from processing oil um and he had a whole bunch of byproducts and at the time he thought you know um, a lot of people were into vitamins taking vitamins and so he thought oh cool maybe i could hop on this trend 
And so he just basically scooped up whatever was left from making um, pet petroleum products. And he said, well, this is a new medicine and we're gonna teach it to, we're gonna get rid of the old, basically holistic way of healing. And we're gonna condemn everyone who still practice that, you know, using herbs, using food, using nature. And so that's how we got the modern day healthcare system. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's not based in science, it's based on Rockefeller. But <laughs> so, let's talk, what do you, so let's talk about like your eating habits and the things that you're doing now. Like, yeah, like yeah, so that, oh, go ahead. What's like, uh, what are all the, like, what are you eating now? Um, what are you doing now? Do you do yoga? Do you meditate? Do you like things like that? Like, is there anything that you do that keeps you in that mode of like, yes, this is, this is me. This is my energy. This is, and I'm going to keep this momentum going. Like, what are your habits? Like, what are you, what is, what's a day in the life with Michelle? Like, yeah. So, um, my boyfriend helped me a lot. He introduced me. <laughs> He's, he got the ball rolling. Um, when I was 26, he introduced me to a way of life called macrobiotics. And it just basically means long life, big life, your most fulfilled life, your longest, you know, most fulfilled life. Um, it's Hippocrates actually started using it. Hippocrates was a father of medicine. Um, but... Um, so it's based off of actually, it's, it's a way of life that every culture has practiced all around the world, but they just never called it anything. It was just the way that they lived. You know, different um, cultures lived in line with nature, you know, because a very long time ago, ancient times, they had to, there was no other way. Um, they had to rely on each other. They had to be in a community. They had to cultivate the earth. They had to align their schedules with the sun. That's just how it was. And um, and in recent times, you know, peop with, with the introduction of um, modern, more modern technology, like especially the industrial revolution, where a lot of, instead of making things by hand, you know, basically living a slower lifestyle, you know, planting your own seeds, growing your own crops, cutting your own, you know, all that stuff, now a, a factory could do it. And so everything started to speed up. Um, travel, you know, import, export. We're eating food that wasn't grown here. This is not meant for us. So, um, in the early 1900s, there was a man named George Osawa, very cool guy. Um, in that time, a lot of people were dying of tuberculosis. If you got tuberculosis, there was they told you there's no cure, and they secluded, they quarantined you. You guys know that word? <laughs> they you got quarantined and you were left to die. That was it. And so George Osawa, his mother and um, at least one of his siblings died of tuberculosis. And so he was 10 years old when he got diagnosed and the doctor said the same thing, you're gonna die. And he said, basically, F you, I'm not gonna die. Watch me, I'm gonna live. And so 
Um, he was in Japan. He was a Japanese Japanese person, and he knew of a doctor um, that they called Doctor Miso or Doctor Daikon because he prescribed when people were sick. He prescribed food. He didn't prescribe medicine. And so um, he went to this doctor, and he studied with him, and he and he basically taught taught himself how to live back in line with nature. And so from there, he was able to overcome this tuberculosis and he was able to live. And he thought to himself, oh my gosh, why don't people do this? So then he started teaching it and he called it macrobiotics. Um, but it's just, it's just a way of living in line with nature. And that's, that's what I do to this day. And that's what I teach. So what do you eat? I don't eat dairy. Uh, I don't, besides, besides some fish, I don't eat meat. Um, I, I don't eat eggs really. Um, I really try to avoid sugar. I mean, I have, I have, um, and when I say sugar, I mean refined white sugar. I don't mean um, glucose that comes in the form of whole grains or um, sugar that's in fruit. Um, I don't really, I really try to avoid it. For me, it's, I have it maybe a couple of times a year, like a treat or something, but I really don't eat, um, really try to avoid sugar. And I, I really try to avoid, um, processed foods, packaged foods, um, and, um, also, uh, like regular salt, table salt. There, there's some really, there's a lot of bad food. Like, I don't want to say bad food because, you know, food is just food. It's not like, you know, it's evil. It's not like, you know, it's just a different, foods just have different vibrations. And it's like, I don't want to put that kind of vibration in me. I don't want that kind of energy because, you know, I'm... I was already born a little bit more sensitive. I already experienced certain illnesses in my life. And I, now that I have this understanding, it's like, I don't want to contribute to me going back in that direction. So, so, um, a lot of people, a lot of people think, um, macrobiotics is a diet. Like you can't eat this, you can only eat this. It's not really like that. It's not like being a vegan. It's not like being a vegetarian in that way where we say never, you know, there's there's macrobiotic people who, who eat eggs. You know, there's macrobiotic people who don't eat eggs. There's macrobiotic people who eat sugar, you know, and there's also macrobiotic people who do eat sugar. It's just like, once again, having the understanding and figuring out what's the best balance for you. And um, it's not... You know, a lot of people say that kind of thing now, even though they have no concept of macrobiotics. But um, once you study the patterns of nature and energy, you can more accurately customize your life to fit what's your purpose, what's your goal in this life. So, um, yeah, I just don't eat things that are going to that are going to um, take me off the path of my purpose. Yeah, because uh, you believe, do you believe that certain foods make you feel a certain type of way, right? 
Oh yeah, definitely. experience with food and and that is actually the best indi indi indicator of what you should eat you know it's it's nice to read different things to listen to different people but it's like you have to make the decision what how do you feel when you eat certain things and that should be your your guide right right when did so when did that when did that start for for you where you just like you started eating like or when did that um, when was the first time where you ate something and you're just like, oh, this is no good for me. I need to start eating better. Like, when did that happen? Do you remember? Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I'm, I met my boyfriend in 2016 and he was, he's, he's already been living this life since he was a teenager. Um, and it's a really important thing in his life. And so, of course, he was... He was interested in me, but he he also was like, okay, but because he also knows about face reading and he could see it on my face that I had some mental health issues. <laughs> Obviously, you guys had two different lifestyles. We had two very different lifestyles. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, um, so he was like trying to get to know me, like how I eat, my relationship with food, yeah. but but I was so sensitive to anything about food that I picked up on it immediately. And I was like, are you fat shaming me? He would, he would ask me, he'd be like, where do you, he's like, where do you shop for groceries? I was like, why are you asking me? I was like, immediately, like what? Like what, you want to fight? You want to throw hands? Cause I'm ready. Yeah, I was really, and, um, <laughs> self-consciousness like they're thinking about it like that's what um you know like oh they must be thinking about it type of thing well yeah i mean that's why that's why i got upset because i'm like yeah, what is he trying to yeah. say is he trying to say that i'm overweight that i should lose weight like what and if that's the case i need to i need to kick your ass because i just got through <laughs> a lifetime of struggling with this very issue and now i'm in a a more stable place and now you want to start you know telling me i should do this and i should do that hell no <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so when you started doing that mm -hmm. and you would get mad then you picked up on it then uh was there like did you ask him like uh did you ask him like why are you doing this and then he had to explain it to you or did he kind of like did he already kind of like got the vibe like oh sh no because he's had so much experience because if you ever meet if you if anyone ever meets my boyfriend 
He's gonna bring. He's gonna bring it up. He's gonna bring up. He's gonna bring up. Yeah. for helping me and he goes no you did it <laughs> he goes he goes he he's i know you did do it you did put it into action so that was you know but um it took being around that type of person like you're like you being okay so you being in the programs that you were in talking to those girls and 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 i don't know really what Olympian athlete to go and they're 
you know, they have to be in shape. You know, they they can't be. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, I didn't take it, I didn't take it as, because, you know, when I was younger, my ballet teachers would tell me stuff, and when I was younger, I would take it, because I was already struggling with my eating disorder, you know, that was already part of my mindset, so if my ballet teacher told me you need to lose weight, I'd be like, see, I knew it, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, but it's like, when, at that point, I was already recovered, I already I already did a lot of progress. So I didn't struggle with my eating disorder, but I knew the way that I was eating still wasn't healthy because it's like, I never ate vegetables. All I ate was dairy and sugar and baked products, coffee. Like it was not healthy the way that I was eating. So it's like, I knew that I wasn't healthy and I, and I was so thankful that I had this job because it was a very long time of me interviewing and trying to get a job. And that's the thing, um, you know, that was a huge part of me getting better because I was living with my abuser. So it's like, if I didn't have a job, I couldn't leave that house. So it's like, once I got a job teaching ballet, if my boss told me, if my boss told me to shave my head, I would have done it. You know, I'm, I'll do anything for this job because I need this money because I live with my abuser, you know? So, so I was like, so when she told me I needed to lose weight, I was just afraid that I would go back to my old patterns that I had just spent like 10 years trying to overcome, you know? So, so I was just in this place of like, what do I do? I was trying to look online, like, what do dancers eat? Because I wanted to focus on um, eating healthy for dance. But, you know, once you type in anything about um, diet or health, you immediately get all these search results of like, lose weight fast, count your calories, like all this horrible stuff that I used to do and I used to believe when I was in my eating disorder. So I was in this really hard place of like, I need to eat healthy for dance, but I have really no idea how to do it without hurting myself. So so when my boyfriend sent me that book, I, w I was open. I just didn't want to hear it from this guy that I was seeing because that's that's all the girls out there, if your guy is telling you you need to lose weight, telling anything negative about how you look, you need to dump him immediately. Yeah. No questions asked. That's actually, <laughs> well, that's actually, that's actually the, that's what, what, I'm, that's what we're made to think. Yeah. But your boyfriend wasn't doing that. He was actually trying to um, get to, you know, just trying right. to but see, that's, and, and that's why I say that's what we're made to think, because if you would have just gave up like that and just maybe you wouldn't have been the person that you are now. Just yeah. Like some people, when, um, just like some people when they're in a relationship and someone tell, and their significant you know, other tells them something, or right away they just want to, like, break it off. And it's just like, 
to, for me, it's just more like, well, let's try to make some progress, and I know what you're telling me, like, and it's not what you say, it's how you say it, too, so. Yeah, and. Maybe, maybe he wasn't saying it in a crazy way, either, maybe he was just trying to, but us as people, you know, we got pride sometimes, so, it's like, F you, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, c kind of going along with that. Actually, we weren't even really dating yet. We were just like, we were just like friends. So I, so to me, it was like, it wasn't, you know, it, it's different if you're like in a relationship already and then your guy's telling you all this stuff. But I just met him. I was just getting to know him. So it was just like, he's just a guy that I see sometimes at the, at the, um, dance and, um, and also too, I, I, I have to be clear, my boyfriend was never, like, you need to lose weight. He was never, like, aggressive like that. Yeah, he was... no, you don't, yeah, you never, you, you don't ever make it seem like that. It's more, for me, to me, like, you make it sound like, for me, it's like, he was just trying to encourage you and support you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the way, I, I'm, that's the way it sounds to me, so. Yeah, I was the one that had, that had a lot of issues, so any little thing I was very sensitive about. But, um, but yeah, so I read that book. And what's really cool about the Hip Chicks Guide is that Jessica Porter, the author, she's actually a comedian. So the way that she writes is really um, relatable. It's not, you know, a lot of health food books are written by maybe a doctor or someone more scientifically minded, and they're boring. You don't want to read a book about healthy eating by someone who's boring. <laughs> like, you know? It's very serious, and it's very, like, uh, and it can kind of, it can kind of bring, like, a, a sense of, like, oh my god, something's wrong with me now because I'm reading this, but, you know, um, you said your book was more like on the comedic side, so maybe she brought up different scenarios or situations, and even personal experiences. And and books when I like when I read books, that's what I kind of look for personal experiences and just things to lighten up the mood, you know. Yeah, and and not only that, but you know, she was talking about macrobiotics, which is not okay. it's it like I said, it's not a diet. So the way she talked about it, it was like nothing I ever heard before when it comes to food. Because all I heard before about food was like calories, protein, carbs, lose weight, this food is bad, this food is good. And the way she talked about food was that food is just a vibration. It's just, and different foods are a different vibration. And what, you know, what energy do you want to have? And that was exactly what I was looking for because, you know, when I was when I was trying to eat healthier on my own, you know, it would say, well, dancers need this much protein and protein comes from here and here and here. And I'm like, yeah, but how's that going to help me turn? How am I going to have good balance? How's that going to help my jumps? Like, I don't, it seems like anybody could be reading this and do it. Like, how is it specific to me and what I want to do? And the Hip Chicks Guide talked exactly about that. You choose which vibration you want for what you want to do in this world. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And so, so I was interested. And of course, I wasn't like, oh yeah, let me change my whole eating right now. I was... Because I, I came from a, 10 years of doing 
every diet out there. So I knew every diet out there was bullshit. Yes, I'm talking to you, keto people. That's bullshit. I'm talking to you, vegans. That's bullshit. I'm talking to you, vegetarians. That's bullshit. I'm talking about. I'm talking to all you guys out there. Intermittent fasting. That's all bullshit. It's all freaking bullshit. Because how long? How long can you keep that up? How long can you keep that up? That's the biggest thing. How long can you keep it up? And if you're telling yourself, like I said in the beginning, I'm all about personal freedom. So if you, if you're telling yourself, I can't eat this, what's going to happen? You're going to end up eating it. Then you're going to feel bad about yourself. So in macrobiotics, no food is good. No food is bad. So it's up to you to decide. And if you eat something that maybe is is not something you normally eat and you try to avoid, you feel the effects of it and you're like, man, I learned my lesson. And it's up to you. Next time, do you wanna go through that again? Did you learn your lesson? It's not, it's not, it's not a shame thing. Although I do have to say there are some macrobiotic people who are who are shame, shame, you know, they do they try to put shame on others, but that's not the that's not the macrobiotic way. It's, it's about deciding for yourself, what do you want in this world, you know? And, um, and um, so that's why I was really interested. And so I just, I just kind of started doing a little bit of what, the, of what the guideline said. So the general guideline of macrobiotics is to eat more whole grains. Like uh, a lot of people don't know what a whole grain is. It's basically a complete, a complete food like um, uh, brown rice, it has, it has, it's rice, but it still has its layers on it. It's bran um, coating on it. That's why it's brown. And then, and then um, quinoa is a whole grain. Um, uh, farro is a whole grain. Teff is a whole grain. Um, millet, um, barley, whole wheat, and I'm not talking about whole wheat bread, that's a whole grain product, but the whole grain itself, it, it, it can be planted in the earth and then something's gonna come out of it. That's a whole grain. So that's the main thing about macrobiotics is more whole grains, more vegetables, and um, more beans. So that's what I did. I mostly, I mostly focused, yeah, that's what I did. I started to eat a little bit more whole grain. I started to eat a little bit more vegetables. And sometimes I would have beans instead of meat. And I even, and I even thought to myself like, um, maybe I just won't eat that um, sh thing that has white sugar. Maybe I'll just won't have that thing that has dairy, but I was still eating it. It just wasn't, as much and so just by that little bit that I did I noticed the the biggest change that I noticed um, that I was not expecting was that I had really bad road rage really bad really I think a lot of people have road rage though oh no I know but, the, but that's the thing <laughs> but that's the thing that's a sign People think, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, but when you drive, you're acting crazy. That's not, yeah, yeah. that's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. I think anything that, that's, because um, we're talking about energy and positive vibes and all that stuff and just eating right and just, you know, getting into all that. But 
I think um, if it's not like we said, it, it's not healthy. So I think anything that comes out out of anger or um, anything negative obviously isn't healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, even like, can you see like in people's skin and stuff like that? If um, can you tell what kind of um, habits they have? Like, oh not yeah. Not necessarily any habits, but like like if they have anger issues or if they're like have, um, you said depression and stuff like that. You can kind of tell by looking at someone's face, kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I do that. What about um, like when you're talking about the vegans and stuff like that? Um, mm-hmm. the vegans and like, uh, you eat vegan uh, food, don't you? Well, vegan food is basically just food that doesn't have any animal animal so parts like to it. Plants and veggies, correct? Hmm. So it's just pretty much like plants and veggies, right? Like veggies and fruits and stuff, nuts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I'm only. Not vegan. I'm not vegan. I'm not. I I pretty much I'll eat. I eat meat and chicken and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. So, but vegan, just what you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, you brought up the vegans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Why? Why though? Yeah. Kind of like uh, compare the vegans to them. Um, what I'm trying to sorry, what I'm trying to ask is like because you're trying to say like how long are you gonna keep that up? Yeah. Vegan, yeah. Like, like I didn't really quite understand like what you were trying to say there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people, um, have trouble. So it's basically about balance. So okay. a lot of a lot of vegans they eat really yin. And so, like I said, macrobiotics is all about energy and the understanding that we use to understand energy is yin and yang. It comes from- so you wanna have balance, right? Right. So yin and yang are two so opposite. So if they're eating um, only vegan, they're just like you said, they're only having too much yin and not yang. Right, because there's a there's a spectrum of uh, energetic spectrum of food that I've posted on my different social media, um, and so more plant quality food, you know, basically any plant food that's going to be more yin energy, and okay. because one way you can think of it is like plants, they they have chlorophyll. Whereas animals, they have hemoglobin. So plants give off more cooling energy and animal foods give more warming energy. Okay, so that's where the um, whole, like, where you, that's the whole where you get the freedom of, um, like, eat as, as you want, right? You don't just stick to one thing or the other, but you just have a balance of what you're eating. I mean, like you said, you don't eat certain things, but that's, that's a, that's a different, that's on a different, um, subject. The, um, 
I'm trying to say is like you still eat a little bit of everything. Right. Okay. But but so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's the understanding of of food and the energy that it gives you, and understanding what's best for you. So a lot of vegans, their whole mentality of how they choose food is, I don't want to hurt the animals. That's it. That's the, as far as they're thinking. They're not thinking. They're not. They're not thinking. How is this affecting my body? Do I yeah. do I really feel better only eating plant food? And and not just that, but then there's there's a lot of vegans who don't think just like on a scientific level, is this the best nutrients for my body? And that's where you get a lot of vegans who just eat basically veggie burgers, Oreos, french fries when it's yeah. like yes that's vegan but that's not really healthy for you okay yeah that's kind of what i wanted to get to the bottom of that's what i didn't really i was having trouble trying to understand i was just like wait because um that's kind of what i was getting what i was trying to get that what i was getting from what you were saying is like i guess they don't really understand why they're or they think they understand why they're doing it, but they don't really have the actual scientific facts, I guess, I would be, should, you could say. Well, some vegan, yeah, some vegans don't, but um, it's just a lot to consider. And if you're just thinking about, I just want to save the animals, you're leaving out a lot of, a lot of thought process that could be, you could be making a lot better choices. Look, you can be vegan, you can be vegan, you can eat healthy, you can eat balanced. But the thing is that a lot of vegans don't think about that. They just think about, does it have any animal product? And that's as far as their thinking goes. Meanwhile, they have thyroid issues, they have anxiety, they, you know, maybe they um, have substance abuse. And it's like all these things, you think you need medication, you think you need therapy, you think you need to go to the doctor. Like, you, when it's like look at your food like are you you're just thinking because you're saving the animals that that's as far as your food choice can go no your food choice you can overcome your illness you can overcome whatever you're going through in life your food can help you and so just by thinking like i'm just not going to hurt animals i mean that like not saying that not hurting animals is is not um something a good thing that's of course that's a great thing caring about um other beings yeah. on this earth but it's like yeah. but it's like for your own health for your own life you need to be thinking more you can't just think exactly. about the animals like there's who's you are an animal like think yeah. about yourself yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. like we are like um like a human yeah we are humans and stuff so we are definitely as important, if not more important than you. Without us, how would they be able to pretty much live? You know, they would live really crazy. There's some animals that we domesticate only, and that's only because of us as humans, we can do stuff. We have a brain, we can think, we can, you know, we have the thumbs, we can grab stuff. So I do, I'm a firm believer that as a human being person, we are superior in this life and we need to take care of ourselves as such and you know as a spiritual thing too like for me it's like a 
spiritual thing, a healthy thing, and like obviously a physical thing too. So that's dope. I, dude, that's super, super dope. Um, what about the farmer's market? Um, are you still doing that? Um, I have taken a break. I, I don't know if I'll be back, um, just because this whole, this whole thing with, um, <laughs> I don't know if you want me to say, say the words, you, your, your podcast might get in trouble, but this whole, this yeah. whole thing with the, the C-O-V, yeah. yeah, um, you know, yeah, gotcha. you know, our, that farmer's market that I was, um, that I, that I had my setup at, you know, they were pretty cool. You know, I, you know, they didn't have a lot of restrictions there, but now they're starting to, they have a, a testing, a testing thing. And, like a, um, a, a testing site where people go get tested. Right. And I just, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, you know, I don't, uh, you know, like I, there's a lot of things that yeah, there's a lot yeah. of things that I have to say about it and it's like if my tent is set up right next to theirs like I just don't feel like it's a it's a safe place for me so <laughs> I, 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 totally, I totally understand so Michelle was um actually does farmer's market for those that if you guys don't know what a farmer's market then you guys have to google it and look it up but those that know she does farmer's market she sets up her own little booth and it's in Highland Park here in California, and it's by the train station. It's actually a really, really nice little spot. Like, even though the train was right there and the passes there for 15 minutes, but I liked it. Like, I liked it. And, like, small, chill, but, you know, people do pass by. And and the thing that got me was, like, they actually, they a lot of people are actually interested in what you do. Like, because, you know, obviously I am too. That's why we wouldn't be here talking. But yeah, like a lot of people are super, super interested in like that day. I've seen like quite a few people just walk up and and ask you, and you know, I'm pretty sure they would have. They have more money. They probably would have. Um, you know, they probably would have taken some of your services because even I wanted to get some some going on where you could read my face and my palms and tell me some stuff about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be cool. But um, yeah, so. Was that the only place that you've ever done farmer's market? How long have you, how long were you even doing the farmer's market? Like, how long? Yeah, I was, I, I first started doing a setup at the farmer's market in 2019. I was there for maybe a month or so. And, um, and then I just, I, I had already been doing a lot of pop-ups, doing my crystal healing, um, for basically that whole year. And it's, if anyone out there is like, um, a vendor, you know, you do a lot of markets or, um, or if you're just your, you know, you have your own business, it's, it's really, um, depleting on your energy, on your spirit, when you work so hard, and you don't get, you have goals for yourself and, you know, you're not getting that, um, energy reciprocated, you know? So, yeah, yeah. so I was feeling so depleted not to say that 
no one was interested. Of course I had, you know, I was, like I said, I was doing pop-ups um, for that whole year, but it's like sometimes, you know, I would take my, my healing table, which I don't even know how much it weighs, like, I don't know, 50 pounds, I don't know. I would take my healing table, all my crystals, my essential oils, and, um, you know, crystals, they're basically rocks. So I'm taking literally bags of rocks, you know, to set up my, and then plus my, my tent. And I was doing that all myself, plus driving. Sometimes the events were really far, so I would drive really far. They'd be all day. And sometimes, you know, I'd pay a, a vendor's fee. Um, the most I ever paid was $100. And sometimes you wouldn't make any money. So, so it's like, basically I, I drove all this way. My whole day is gone. I, physical labor, energetic labor, you know, spirit, like my spirit is being crushed and only to come back home, like with no money. And so it's like, it, it just was getting to me. And so I told myself, like, I need to take a break cause I really couldn't handle it anymore. You know, um, and so I took a break and I started to offer my services online on my Etsy shop. And um, and then the pandemic hit. So it's like, it was kind of cool that I stopped doing pop-ups and started to do things online because then, because the pandemic, I, a lot of people couldn't do pop-ups anymore. They had to go online. So I was kind of ahead of the, ahead of the game. Um, and then, so it wasn't until uh, like, September of 2000 of last year of 2021 that the the farmers market started to open up and so I started to come back and I was there until until December and um um I just thought yeah maybe it's time that I that I take a break yeah I did the same thing um with my craft too I had to take a little break and just work on my craft behind the scenes and stuff and get myself situated a little bit better and um now i'm starting to come back a little bit stronger so you know the grind don't stop we don't it don't matter it don't matter you know you're still doing your stuff behind the scenes and working on what you're working on so even though you didn't go to the pop-ups and you took a break quote unquote you know yeah you're, you're still doing your thing and you're still so that's the grind don't ever stop. The grind and the hustle is never gonna stop. It's always gonna be there. Yeah. And if you want it, it's not. It's not on you. It's, it's that's what that's what they say. It's not on you. It's in you. So mm. it's, not on, it's not on me. It's in me. You feel me? And um, yeah. Uh, what do you, so like on a daily basis? What do you eat? Like, what kind of advice can you give to people like that want to eat better and healthier? And like, what kind of um, you know, things that food would you give like? You know, a yeah, list of things, a list of things of like things that you would eat on a daily basis, or you know, people make protein shakes nowadays, or they make like what kind of do you have any advice for people that want to eat better, a little bit better? Yeah, well, well, first, I have to say, you know, everyone is really different, really unique, where yeah. you're, where you're, where how you were born you know, what you're going through right now and also where you want to be. So it's, this is very general advice. And if you want specific, more detailed advice, I would recommend you go to my Etsy shop and get a meal planning session so we can be like more specific. But, 
but yeah, but um. And and, and okay, so sorry. Uh, uh -huh. Before that, like on your Etsy shop, let's mm -hmm. get that. Yeah, show yeah. Let them know where they can find you and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My Etsy, it's called Not Your Average Card, and um, and um. You can also just go to my Instagram. It's the underscore freedom underscore fairy. And you can see my link tree there and you can find my, my Etsy there. But um, yeah, but um, like I said, the main, the general advice is like standard American eaters, we, we really eat too much too much meat in this, in this, um, in this life, in this point in our society, there's too much meat being eaten. So the kind of like, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't want to say like food is, this food is good, this food is bad, but the, the, some of the hardest food to balance, to make balance with is meat from a mammal. So, um, cow, pig, um, anything that, you know, that's a mammal, you know, anything that has, that gives birth the way humans give birth, any animal that, you know, has a, has breasts and the, and the babies feed off of it. Like that is the, the food that we want to avoid the most. Um, so, so if you're gonna, if you're gonna like try to like cut down on one food, that's, that's a good food to start with is any meat from a mammal. Awesome, awesome. So there you have it, like some meat, cut out the meat. Um, chicken, chicken good? Um, I think for, for people transition, yeah, if people are transitioning from the standard American diet and you want to eat more plant-based or you just want to eat healthier, I mean, I wouldn't say chicken is good, but it's better. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an in between, but okay. but I would. Oh, go ahead. Kind of want to try to eliminate all that together, right? And then just kind of like, what would you kind of want to stick to a little bit more? Yeah, as far as far as meat goes, as far as animal food goes, like, you know, it's not it's not a requirement that people have to eat any animal food that's like what i was saying you can be vegan and you can eat balanced and healthy so you know if your goal is to not eat any animal food that's great but i hope i hope that 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 is actually the best choice for you because um if you really need some kind of an, an animal food because some people do need maybe a little bit of that kind of energy then white fish is probably the best animal food but i know a lot of people are going to say well the oceans are polluted and there's a whole bunch of documentaries about what's going on with the fish and that's yeah. true that's true so it's really up to you what you want to do um like i said if if you want to get more detailed about your situation you know we need to have a, a personal conversation you know i'm just talking generally yeah, for sure. No, yeah, that's awesome. That's dope as hell. I like that. Because, you know, obviously, some people go to the... <laughs> I see... Uh, I, work, I, I work at different restaurants and stuff like that in the past. And um, 
you know, I've seen people come in obviously unhealthy and order all this stuff and then, oh, and a diet soda or a salad on the side. It's like, bro, you just, that's not a good balance right there. Like, you just have all this stuff and you're going to try to balance it off with like this little ass thing right here. And then you don't even eat that every day. That's just, you're just trying to like, I feel like some people, it's like, they just want to kind of like show you, show you like they're not just eating unhealthy. They want to eat something healthy so they try to like choose. Oh, and a salad too, or oh, let me get and a diet soda. Like, dude, you have to stick with that every day. It's a commitment. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, there's just so much to say. And yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know you asked me about like, what do I recommend people eat? Um, but I also want, I also want to encourage people to, to educate themselves as well and not just follow, like I can say, I can say all kinds of advice about what to eat, what not to eat. But it's like, like I mentioned before, it's like, what is your own experience? What is right for you? And only, really, only you know that, you know? So it's like... After a while, I think after a while, um, okay, so obviously getting your advice is like great because you know more than I do. So I would take your advice and I'd be like, all right, oh yeah. And I would try to like um, put it into motion. And then eventually I would owe it to myself to want to um, do some research so I can take that next step to even living even better you know what I mean yeah so I yeah for some people it's like it's gonna have to get to that point it's like yeah you can only take so much advice from some people because but at, at some point you're gonna have to want to you know go into deeper deeper for yourself deeper searching for yourself and look for there's way more options than what someone could advice you know like you said you're just speaking in general like mm -hmm. for everybody that wants to you know live a little bit better but if they want to live their best best life then they would have to like take that next step and do some research and find out what fits best for them mm -hmm. right yes yeah so oh, that's dope um dude it's been so much fun this is so interesting and I really, really enjoyed it. Like, this is really dope. Um, guys, this is my homegirl. She's like super, super, super cool. And um, y'all better hit her up on her Etsy if y'all interested in living your best life just like she is. You could just hear, I could just hear it in your voice. You're always like super like enthusiastic, energetic, and that's why I like talking to you and being around you so yeah I, I really enjoy this podcast I really enjoyed this episode and I thank you for being on here thank you so much I really I really appreciate um this opportunity to talk to more people for sure and, and this is what we're gonna do I'm trying to network with a lot more people so I'm gonna you're gaining a whole nother audience not just your audience but you're gonna gain my audience you're gonna gain a bunch of different audience like that just gonna um just gonna want to be interested just like i am yeah so um again they don't know where they could uh find you and stuff so you know anybody i'll put you i'm gonna put your links and everything anyways like this uh once i post it up i'm gonna work on the youtube channel for my podcast and just i'm just cooking up different things so but let them know where they can find you at though 
Yeah, you can find me um, at the Freedom Fairy on Instagram and TikTok. It's the underscore freedom underscore fairy. And on YouTube, just type in the Freedom Fairy. And I also have a Patreon, which actually is a is a really good one of the, a good place to start if you're interested in learning more about food and energy. Um, it's patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy. So that's like a learning community. Um, that's where I teach more about the energy of food and macrobiotics. And I also have my podcast, like I mentioned, Macro Magic with Michelle. And you just type that in anywhere on the internet. You can find on multiple platforms. And um, my Etsy shop, like I said, it's not your average card. And I offer long distance energy healing, meal planning, face reading, astrology reading. Um, and actually, if you're in the LA area, I actually do in-person services. I have a healing space in Highland Park, um, not too far from the farmer's market. So if you would like to have an in-person palm healing, crystal healing, face reading, meal planning session, you know, and any of my services, we can do it in person in my healing space. So you could just send me a DM on Instagram and we could set it up. For sure, for sure. So anybody you heard it, um, you know, we're gonna close the sounds. I thank you guys all for um, tuning in. Stay tuned for more. And Michelle, we're gonna have to do another episode because there's, I know there's a lot more <laughs> to get into. And it's gonna, it's like a, I think this is gonna be like a part one, and we're gonna have to do like a part two or something. Cause yes. So much more questions that I have. Like I'm super interested in like. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more people that are interested too. So, um, yeah, we might have to set that up sooner or later and see see how this goes first, see how this one, what, um, once, I like to see what kind of traction I get from, from my stuff. And so far, like, things that I've been posting on my IG and everything, um, I've been getting some good feedback, so that's why I'm starting different new things. But we're going to have to probably do another one and, um, yeah, like I said, you've been a huge blessing, and I thank you. And yeah, right now we're gonna have to talk um, offline, though. I want to talk to you offline. Okay, cool. Thanks so much for having me. All right, this is KDM, and you already know we over and out. This podcast is made possible in part by the patrons over on patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy, where you can also sign up and become a supporter. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at the underscore freedom underscore fairy. You can also join my Facebook group, Sacred Space for Sensitive Women. If you like what I have to share, please rate five stars and subscribe to this podcast. Think differently and live peacefully. Hey, I wanted to give you a heads up. In 2022, I'm going to be starting a new series on my podcast called Peace Talks. And in the series, 
I am going to be addressing some difficult situations that you, the listeners, send in. So the whole point of this series is to help people see where they can make peace within difficult situations, difficult relationships, differences of opinion, differences between two people, how instead we can change the energy from being tense to being peaceful and being more loving and more receptive. So if you have a difficult situation in your life where you would like to make more peace between you and somebody else, you and a group of people, because you think differently, because you come from different backgrounds, send in your situations and your questions about how to make it more peaceful to the email address macromagicwithmichelle at gmail.com. And in an upcoming episode, I or my guests and I will be addressing your situation and help you to make more peace. 